occurred after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. I've been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the sixth time, I'm not Joe Flacco here on YouTube. Uh, not Joe Flacco, the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Joined by Doug and Trevor. Um, normally, we would do, I don't know, talk about the weekend and how our teams did and all that other shit. But um, a guy died on the field last night and had to be resuscitated. So we're going to lead with that. Um, the NFL tried to get them to restart the game five minutes later after he left the field, which, which seems suboptimal. It, yeah, I mean, that is standard operating procedure, but this was different. Yeah, nothing standard about what the fuck happened last night. No, just saying I'm starting. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't me coming at you for anything like that was just uh yeah i'm sure it was like hey get off the extended delay give him a couple minutes and get back to it and uh um it's and it seems like it was had everything to do with how the coaches handled it and zach taylor kind of walking across the field i'm, I'm gonna put a at least a two-week moratorium on any bad things i say about zach taylor um but uh Good for, good for the coaches to fucking handle that. That was impossible. I mean, just based off the players' facial expressions that they were showing on TV alone, I was like, yeah, maybe don't play this. Maybe don't finish this one. Like every, like, dude, like I, it seemed like every player I saw was crying or like had a you know a look of shock on their face. Like, and that was that was fucking gnarly. And you and they, you know, they they create that that wall around um i was just honestly blown away by the players and coaches and their responses and and if the coaches don't do that the nfl you know forces their hands in a way and so the coaches and the players made that game stop um and you know what you know uh svp touched on it last night he did a, he did a great job um and i mean i don't know if there's a better analyst out there than Ryan Clark, but, um, you know, saying how the, the camaraderie really came through, right. And seeing everybody just the, the game's not important anymore, the brotherhood. And, uh, it was, it was, you know, pretty phenomenal to watch obviously outside of, uh, a very scary situation. And we, do we have an update on them? Um, last update was from the family that said and this was this morning so tuesday morning probably like 7 30 a.m pacific when i read this was um they're taking it minute by minute and hour by hour there is no update um the agent last night said there is no update there was like a marketing rep guy that got retweeted uh, jordan something or other i'd yeah. put it up on my story that his vitals had returned to normal um but then like all of a sudden there was no update here and no update there. I'm like, okay, so I pulled that down and, 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 you know, I, there's probably some gray area between his vitals are normal, which sounds very promising. And what 
what actually are vitals, right? Is that just like pulse and breathing? Is that like whatever? Um, yeah. But from the, the ER doctors and stuff that were being um, retweeted and stuff last night, it seems like, you know, we might know something later today, but um, everything was, uh, it's, it's, it sounds like everything is is going to tie back to how quickly they were able to get to him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one doctor said, he goes, there's no, other than a hospital, there's no better place to have this happen to you. Like, if you have to have this happen to you, like the 50-yard line of a, of a Monday night football game isn't the, is actually probably the second best place to have it happen. I was um, reading that too. There's like, there's, there's 12, however, you know, they said there's what, six, uh, medical people on each team they have all the medical equipment needed for something like that so yep. yeah. ambulance on site like all this yeah. shit like you know so and um, not like two miles away right right i mean and the the the, the ambulance was um you know uh the they, they, they at least they slowed down to wait for mom to get to the ambulance so like i right. think once he was in the um you know once he was in the in the truck that it seemed like it got less urgent or at least it you know it, it got you know they, they weren't careening through city blocks to uh, uh right. to get them out of the stadium so like that to me was like th- it was either really really bad at that point right and and let's go get mom or it was hey we got him to he's not gonna he's not gonna deteriorate from here right now let's go get mom. So like that, that to me was, uh, anyway, the fact that, you know, we haven't gotten the worst possible news at this point, um, is a fucking miracle. But you know, them saying that there was no press conference at the hospital last night. There's like, I mean, it doesn't, it's, if there was good news, they'd be sure to share it, but it's probably, they don't, they can't fucking tell. I, I guess I had read that, um, his, his vitals, right. were good. And then they put him, uh in a coma or they put him to sleep so they can yeah. keep yeah. yeah so yeah so it's it's um uh his, his vitals were okay but he needed assistance breathing right is that what right. he does? that's what yeah, I, I think I, I think that 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 lines up with the stuff i was saying yeah um so oh uh yeah i mean it took the it, it took I mean the 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 immediacy of it, the replays of it, which nobody needed to fucking repost. By the way, like you just yeah, you, like especially that fucking soon where it's like yeah, you might be reposting a guy literally dying. Like you you didn't know while certainly while he was down, even after they load him in the hospital. Like if you were reposting that video, you were there was a there was a better than zero chance uh, and probably even better than 50, 50 chance that you were reposting a video of a guy dying. So you didn't need to do that. Um, The, uh, the, I mean, we're all used to seeing concussions at this point and we still watch football. Um, We know what the brain damage does to these guys long-term and we still watch football. And this was still like upsetting at like a core fucking level of. I mean, you you knew it was something different just by the, the reaction on the field from the players. 
you know, and that's and that's a reaction of them resuscitating him, CPR and yeah, even the the, the shock paddles, I believe. Yeah. yeah, the AED. He got hit with the defibrillator things on the field. Yeah, on right? the field, yeah. He, he's no pulse. Um, that's fucking gnarly. And I mean, you know, remains to be seen. Obviously, we don't know all the detail, but that isn't necessarily. It is obviously contact related. Not saying it's not, but it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't crazy contact. It wasn't this kind of gnarly hit. It seemed like a very. Yeah, he just. I mean, he got, kind of got trucked a little bit. A little bit, but not really. like but he was. Yeah. Very run of the mill style tackle, um, and what is that? Right? Is that just the absolute timing of 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 catching a heartbeat? out of rhythm. Um, but they say that happens. That happens that, that your heart kind of gets knocked out of rhythm and they get you back to normal and you're okay. Yeah. Um, like this. So what are the, you know, what are the outside factors? What, what causes this? What, uh, I mean, of course, fucking immediately you get, uh, um, vaccine. It was his vaccine. Yes. I heard people saying that. I was like, but when I first saw it, I was like, shit, was it, you know, like a Hank gathers thing, you know, remember him? Hank Gathers, the old basketball yep. player that died on the basketball court, he had a heart condition. Like it, you know, right? Right. Like, does, does this guy got a heart condition or something? But I mean, yeah. but I after mean, reading the same stuff you guys read, like getting hit in the chest, I mean, that got hit hard right in the middle of the chest. Like, yeah, knocks your heart I, out of rhythm. And I, there, the the I forget what it's I forget what it's called, but it's it's a two words that both begin with a C, um, and it's part um, of one thing. Common something. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, one of the things I posted to my story, but like I'd never fucking heard of this shit. Me neither. Dude, you know how many people I've punched in the middle of the chest? Like, hey, sternum <laughs> shot, and I punch him at like, dude. Yeah. The the um, you know, like the and then there's like uh some soda can't like somebody in answer to some of these morons with their the like, oh, the people are dropping dead because of the vaccine. There was like, no, you just weren't looking for these stories before 2020. So it's like yeah. somebody posted like some lady, some fitness instructor gets killed by a like a soda can shooting out of somewhere. Um, you know, a lacrosse player takes one to the chest, uh, a, a, a ball to the chest. It's usually a ball that does it. Um, yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, didn't isn't that how Houdini died? Didn't he take a bowling ball to the chest or something? I something crazy. Up, I'm not up on my Houdini. Uh, huh? Look it up. Wikipedia. Um. But dude, it uh, the fact that the fact that that is possible, one, right, and the fact that this is only the first time it's fucking happened, I can't make sense of those two things given the sport that we watch. Right. Other part of this is that this is the first time this has happened, and before we got the details, you're hearing that oh, this is the first time it's unprecedented. It's like what well, we see it all the time. What do you mean? But in this scenario with resuscitate uh, resuscitation. And, um, you know, that, and, but again, that you talk about that lacrosse kid, I was a lacrosse player. That was a big deal, obviously. Um, and another one of those just absolute freak accidents. And I remember, I don't, I don't remember if I was still playing or not, but it was, you know, well, what do we do about this? Is there, preve is there anything preventative that we can do? Is there equipment we can wear? Is there mon you know, any kind of monitoring? Um, and it was, it was, no, it was, this is so fucking freak that, there's nothing really can do. It is a possibility. These things can happen. 
Dude, um, like uh, and Kill Bill too when they do the heart thing. Boom, boom. Right. Yeah. That shit's real, I guess. But but dude, this we saw this. Um, was it last year during the Euros when that Ericsson? Yeah. Yeah. Player like yep. same shit like CPR defibrillator like. Yeah. Luckily, he I think he made a full recovery. Thank God. So hopefully that's you know some optim optimism for Hamlin. <laughs> The um that the the rec- the recovery rate I saw was like if they get the defibrillator to him in under a minute it's like ninety five percent two minutes it's like eighty percent but it starts dropping precipitously because you know you're you're um you know you need your heart working and they just um, say about like average person has so much oxygen in their body and the professional athlete has you know like three x that much oxygen therefore delaying that. Because you're you're dealing with brain damage, obviously, when the oxygen stops going to the brain, wow. um, athlete at that level, um, and obviously his body his body being pretty damn full of oxygen and uh, on the playing field, um, that he had like ten to twelve minutes of almost you you could you could still beat your full brain function after like ten minutes. That's wow. what I read. I'm not an expert fucking opinion or whatnot, but I've I believe I read that. That's fuck- fucking scary. But I mean, again, obviously, what do we talk about after? Like, what is to be done? I think the main focus now, obviously, is is his health. But I'm the community around it, right? And and both teams, the fan bases, um, coaches. I mean, I mean, I mean it, the, the, there there was the 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 thing I'm going back to is is Chris Borland who was a a rookie linebacker with the Niners mid round pick and was a, was a, like a Zach Thomas style, like undersized kind of guy that wasn't supposed to be good and was just brilliant, was just in the right place at the right time every single time. Um, and played one season and retired because he was like, this concussion shit is fucking scary. And, uh, he just, he obviously loved the game, but you know, it's, uh, it was something that he walked away from. Cause he was like, this is stopped being, you know, this is stopped being worth the risk. And the, like, you can't, and this goes back to what we were talking about. Earlier, you, the tackle that Hamlin made, you cannot take out of the game. You cannot throw a flag for it. You cannot legislate against it. This was okay. just like, and for these guys that are supermen um at 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 every you know at every at every position these are all freaks um in terms of being able like the the amount of things you've have to with your body would have had to have withstood in your career to even get to the second year of your career like Hamlin did professionally um, like the amount of things that you've withstood, the amount of hits, um, you know, breaks, sprains, tear, like all this is, and for your body to still be functioning at the level it is, like you, you're a, a complete fucking outlier. And for now, these guys to be faced with, man, shit, it doesn't even have to be a guy headhunting. It doesn't have to be a dirty tackle. It doesn't have to be, it can just be, uh, and he doesn't, and like we don't know whether he's got a heart condition or this was just kind of the pure 
healthy guy takes the wrong hit at the wrong place with the exact wrong velocity and 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 violence and he basically he died on the fucking field like that's what those fucking paddles are for is to unalive undead people yeah um, but like we we watch somebody fucking collapse and die on the field for you know maybe a minute um and and now these guys are gonna have to be faced with like hey that maybe should have like the fact that it's only happened once is kind of crazy and you know um do i want to be i've made this much money or i don't fucking love the game that much um but like i wouldn't be surprised if if a handful of guys at the end of this cited tonight's game as a reason to just be like this just isn't fucking like yeah not what i signed up for and then ryan clark you know again fucking killed it last night when espn the the in the studio were absolutely fumbling um nobody knew what to say or do and they can only repeat themselves you know two or three times and kind of look around and then you go to svp and ryan clark and ryan clark is you know he the one of the first things he said was you cannot forget that this is these 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 players are putting their lives on the line that this is we don't see it happen that often but it does and we we don't we don't follow players too much after their careers but we know that multiple you know concussions will can 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 drop uh your rate of life and and what the effects are but it was it was very this this is life altering like we, you are these players are putting their lives on the line and let's make sure we take that consideration when you're calling somebody worthless and you know you're pissed at them because they didn't get you fucking 10 points in your fantasy team right said that like right out of the gate the um the the in but because i want to get to ryan clark because he was fucking brilliant last night yeah. um, awesome. and not just in comparison to Susie Colber and and Schefter. I thought Booger was was took had the right tone. Yeah, um, he did. But like the NFL at at the drop, right? Like defibrillators on the field. Every fucking like that game could and should have been canceled within fifteen minutes of that ambulance fucking leaving the field. Um, and 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 I don't know what took them so long because the logistics around this are not that complicated to me um you've you've got a couple options which are just call the game a tie and play all the games on schedule next week um you've got move this game to next week and push all the other games back a week then just chop out the the pro bowl week and say we're only going to have a week between between the championship game and the Super Bowl. And that way you don't have to move the Super Bowl. Um, but all of that stuff d- would be really easy. And I'm only highlighting those things because how quickly it is to come up with the logistical solutions to the human thing, which was like the human thing to do, not the soulless corporate craven, like, no, nope, back to work, motherfuckers, um, which is what it, which is what came out of all right they're going to get 5 minutes to warm up but i i mean in, in defense i think that's just status quo and so they almost put it out there 
right? If if they were that hard on no, the show must go on, then they would have just let them have a little bit more time. Um, but they listen to the players, they listen to the coaches. And but said, it's I think I think it's the last part of what you said that is the thing that mattered more than anything, which was and and Bomani Jones tweeted this out. He said these players need to understand that nobody can make them play. Not right. there isn't a fucking person, entity, anything that can go in there and and is going to have the high ground of no, you need to get back out there. It's your job. Um, the the you know, it's like fuck you. We just watched a man die on the field and be resuscitated. Um, like that that part that I I think if if the players saved the NFL from right. themselves for um, sure because and and because the status quo is probably okay we had it's like oh the delay was 20 minutes that means the players get five more minutes to warm up and it becomes this mechanical thing but the players and the coaches and and i don't know what order that happened whether the players went to mcdermott and were or and taylor and were like you better you better go the fuck over there and cancel this fucking game right from um, what I, I mean from what i gathered that was a coach thing right they they the, the the message came through that you know play will go on in five minutes and then they just yeah. much they kind of just continued consoling each other and there wasn't any rallying i think the coaches were like yeah we're not doing this right i think no, they, they they saved the nfl from themselves there yeah more so the players it was the coaches it was the coaches yeah. that read the room right and uh right. and said fuck it we're not we're not going to do it um man Dude, it was uh, the only, and I, I didn't realize it until this day. But I was, I was like borderline emotional last night, um, uh, especially when I was having to like get the wife up to speed on what was happening, and like, like his fucking mom's there. He's only twenty four, and it's like I'm going through all like the the fucking you know like the dad emotions, right? Um, but like in looking at the the replays and looking at the uh the looks on their faces and it's like what they were looking at them it's like that was you know i went through that with my first son on, on at, at his birth like i that i know directly what that feeling is of looking at somebody that you think is dead um and because that my my son came out stunned, wasn't moving, completely blue. His head was misshapen because of like this, that, and the other thing. And it was just like the NICU people run in, and it was that same kind of thing that it like if he had been anywhere else, like if if my wife had gone into labor in the Uber or you know at home, or if we were one of these fucking people that wanted a home birth or any of this other shit, right? Then my son would just would be dead. Um, and and like watching the the weird out of body fucking experience of like doctors rushing in around you and um and trying to to and and you not just knowing what the fuck is going on because they're not talking to you they're talking to each yeah. other they're talking in fucking code um and you know it's like, it doesn't matter how much fucking er you've watched in your fucking life or chicago med or whatever the fuck like you 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 know something it's like in your core you know something's very fucking wrong and uh or if if something wasn't wrong they wouldn't be here and it is 
um uh i know i knew that i knew that look i i just i i knew that fucking stare um and i knew just how in in and in high i didn't know it in the moment but in hindsight like i'm like i was incapable of doing anything for and, and my son survived and it's probably why he's disabled now but like it's um it it was hours before i was right um and it is still people ask me like hey what's the worst you know it's like what's the best day of your life what's the worst day of your life and i'm like the worst day of my life was my son my first son's uh the day my first son was born that was the worst day of my life um there's nothing and- worse than seeing somebody you love or care about suffering or hurt and you're just helpless yeah right you saw that on every Buffalo Bills player's face last night. Yeah. Just fucking, it was, uh, just fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean like, and to, and, and I'm, I'm just taking it back to like what the NFL, like Goodell was watching the same fucking TV we were watching. We were all sitting there going, how the fuck are they going to ask these guys to play again? And the first thing that should have happened was you know it's like the you know they showed later with the coaches in the tunnel talking to probably talking to the league office or talking to roger or whatever but like too much time passed for like too many non-important things were being considered in the moment when they didn't need to be like all the logistics shit is easy compared to just doing the human thing which seemed hard for the NFL. Yeah. Well, shit, have they ever stopped a game before? Is this, I don't think there's any precedent for this. So, I mean, it's a tough situation. I mean, they stop it it for lightning. (laughs) (laughs) They can, you know, it's like, you know, they. um, But I'm just saying like canceling a game like that in the middle of a game, you know, they've definitely had lightning delays. there, there There was one guy that died. And this was like back in the '60s or '70s or something, and I, I I didn't read the full thing, but the 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 line on Twitter that I remember what the, the line of the tweet that I remember was, um, this uh, this guy died on the field with a minute and a half to go, and they made the they made Butkus finish the game, like they like this was back in the '60s or '70s, and like you know, but like guy died on the field, and the NFL was like. Please don't do that here. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, just at corporate, you know, you know, this is this, this was oh. this was a, a corporate, you know, the the bureaucracy of the NFL working in slow motion when somebody should have just fucking made the call and said, "We oh, don't yeah. need, we don't need to." We, it's it's and and going back to the ESPN thing, and this is where we'll loop in. ESPN and Susie and Schefter and, and Skip. Um, it, ESPN should have been on the phone with Roger going like, dude, you can't have our people out here looking like this. We don't know how to handle this. We're yeah. not ABC News, right? Like, you, you know, the, the Adam Schefter and Susie Colbert, their entire career has just been regurgitating something someone just told them. Yeah, right. And and in some cases with Schefter, it's just a copy paste. They were not equipped to handle this, and it's why 
uh, Van Pelt looked so much better and did so much better. He one had a little bit more time, but he would have been better in the moment because he's a radio guy. Yeah, he's used to he's used to talking about soft things like feelings and leadership and morality and and shit like that as it relates to sports and like but trotting like Schefter and Susie Colbert out there. Booger at least had the experience of being a player, but they were leaning on that so much. Like, how do you come back from this? How the fuck do I know? Yeah. Yeah. You were seeing a guy die on the field. Yeah. He was very much like, I, I, there's nothing to really talk about anymore. Like he said that. Yeah. And they kept going to the game, going to commercial, going to the game, going to commercial, going to ESPN, going to the game, going to commercial. And it was, uh, they didn't know what to do. We yeah. after after it's about 15 minutes, we should have been watching the 2008 strongman competition right. with I a said. fucking scroll at the bottom that right. said, uh, we'll come back to the game when we've got some news about fucking, you know, the DeMar Hamlin collapsed, uh, needed to be resuscitated, dot, dot, dot. And they just put that on the fucking scroll and just like show us the fucking 2008 strongman competition or the fucking how many World Series of Poker fucking highlights do you have that you can fucking play? Yeah, uh, but anything, but like if I'm Schefter's like people or Susie Goldberg's people, I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Um, if you if you can't get makeup, if you don't have enough makeup to get on SVP's bald head that quickly, um, you know, figure something the fuck else out. But like, don't trot out, you know, fucking uh, you know, the the sideline reporters who again, this is not their experience as, as much as I hate no Schefter. Um, this is not their skill set is like speaking extemporaneously about life. Right. I mean, and, or, well, or anything. Again, it, it's, it's a bit unprecedented. Sure. Right. And, and, and this, like I'm, I'm, uh, it's more the ESPN, ESPN did Schefter and Susie Colbert dirty. Um, ESPN didn't know what the fuck to do. Um, and in hindsight, everybody's got the right fucking decisions. But like that, it was a it was a tough situation that they that nobody on that set or in production handled particularly well. Um, Booger, Booger aside, who who I said did well, um, but like SVP, you expect to be this good and have the ability to kind of like change his tone. And kind of do the like the news reporter thing and like slow his voice down and and be empathetic and real and talk about things that aren't just like what's going on in the locker room. Here's what I'm hearing like that type of shit. But Ryan Clark and I don't want to do the like I had a bunch of people DM me like after I said he's Ryan Clark was brilliant tonight. He's like he's so well spoken. I don't want to do that like do that well spoken thing. Um, The uh, but he was brilliant. And and was not just having because I think he was on the field for the Shazier hit. It happened to him too. And he had his own thing where where he recounted like where Tomlin was like, wait a fucking minute. You know, it's like he's got his Ryan Clark's got his agents, they've got doctors, they've got all this, and Tomlin's in the room. He's like, wait a fucking minute. If this was my kid, he wouldn't be fucking playing. Get we're not playing him. Like this isn't even a fucking conversation. Um and his experience with that, his experience with uh, being at the top of the, of the game, being a young player, going through, seeing he, – he knew what it's like to see his teammate get put on a stretcher. He knows what it's like to, 
you know, kind of be in the moment and be like, I'm not my, 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 I might, I, I could die if I kept fucking keep playing this. Um, he was so like from a tone perspective, it was perfect from a, an experience perspective. Perfect. Like everything that he said last night was just like pinpoint accuracy on, on exactly how, it how you react to something like this when you're on tv and this is a guy who you know aside from his experience this is his second career this is the this is the other thing he's good at right it's not even the first best thing that he's good at like van pelt like van pelt he's sitting next to him like oh okay van pelt is a guy who's at the top of his fucking game right he is the he is the after Monday Night Football ESPN guy. There is no better job for somebody like Scott Van Pelt in the world, which means he is the fucking like, he's the Patrick Mahomes of that fucking role right now. And Ryan Clark was better than Van Pelt was last night um, because he had the experience, but be also because he was able to be like able to be thoughtful in the moment, like, and not just be, you know, it's like, fuck dude, if I had those, if I had his experiences, I might not have been able to talk about it. That might've been like too fucking traumatic for me in the moment to fucking talk about. Like, um, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a step up scenario and that's what he did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, it no, was, they're lucky. They always have him in studio for post game for Monday night. Right. Um, and to get him to talk about it the way he did, you know, he definitely got emotional, um, definitely got quite animated. Um, but again, the way he was able to, like the first thing he talked about was this just, please, can we, can we understand now that these are human beings and that their lives are on the line when they play right. this game, right. right? Like right away and kind of put everybody on notice and, 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 and set the tone and, you know, you say well-spoken, but he's just, he has a way, you know, to avoid the well, the well-spoken thing, but him in particular, he's got a way to communicate uh, to the masses in a way that that's very understandable and, and, and makes us all quite empathetic to what he's saying and what he's doing. Right. And we believe him. I think yeah. that's, yeah. believe him. And he's got all the, the, re, you know, the reputation in the world, and uh, he is incredibly articulate, but not because he puts good sentences together, right? It's the way he speaks with emotion and his sincerity that make him as good as he is. And he just, I mean, fucking Ryan Clark for president. I mean, he's fantastic. And they're talking about him in GM roles still, right? Uh, that was, that was... Um, Lewis Riddick. Uh, that was Lewis Riddick that they're talking about for <clears throat> GM roles, who probably also would have been... a. a a decent guy to, to throw out there last right. night. Um, the uh, uh, who's in the NFL, the uh, the players association is that Riddick or is that Ryan Clark? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Neither. Uh, I thought one of them was a was a lead figure in the in the players association. That's um. Troy, I know Troy Vincent about. is the uh, yeah. is on the NFL side of things. He's like the VP of on field operations or some shit like that. He was the one that they trotted out to be like, no, no, no. We never considered having them play play the game, and that would have been heartless and and uh, everything else. And it's like, eh, do Why? we really believe the NFL? 
do we? Right. Why deny it that hard? Why not say, yeah, we had to see, we had to let it play out, see what everybody wanted to do. These players may have wanted to play the game. So we wanted to listen to them. Right. Like, why not? Why not say that? Why have to say like, oh, no, we never thought it. Yes, you've right. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. yeah. Or or just say, hey, listen, mechanically, the fucking game is supposed to start after five minutes. Um, we were scrambling and we've never seen this before. And, uh, you know, we didn't cancel the game in time. That also would have been another human reaction that the NFL just isn't capable of fucking like we would forgive people. You know, it's like you've got like Pat McAfee, right, who tweeted out. It's like, oh, man, this kind of looks like a concussion. He follows it up with holy shit. Like that last thing was because I didn't know. And this is all the things I fucking know now. And you can forgive people for having like human like being incorrect, being incorrect in your human reaction um and then there's like inhuman reactions which is where fucking skip bayless comes in that like um and i've got people fucking defend like i just want to like let me see if i can read fucking skip's thing here just so that we're we're all talking about the same thing um but the uh here he is Skip Bayless, no doubt the NFL is reconsidering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So I just want to break this up into two things. There's the things that Skip Bayless really wanted to say. There's no doubt the NFL, and so this is what he really wanted to say. The NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. And then there's the shit he had to say there's wanted to and had to and he goes which suddenly seems so irrelevant um my response to that was uh no doubt skip bayless is a whore but how this late in his life a man with his money shouldn't need to be such a douchebag no offense of course which is basically what he did he did the but i said no offense um <laughs> thing yeah like the will ferrell isn't there a will ferrell movie I'm, say, well, I'm stealing that joke from somewhere. It's like, what? I but I said no offense. <laughs> With all due respect, right, <laughs> that's exactly. what it was. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, but uh, I said with all due respect. Yeah, dude, skip. I mean, shit. Bayless is the worst person on sports talk TV, and I know he plays the role of the contrarian and all that shit. But he's an awful human being. He's always been that way, and it's nothing surprises me that comes out of that piece of shit's mouth. Yeah, this, I mean, you know what? This surprised me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be yeah, honest. Man. This fucking shit surprised me. Nobody, nobody hates you know Skip Bayless. I think we, we all have the same feelings of Skip Bayless. I'm not trying to defend him, but this is that direct result of being. You need to be out there. You need to say something. You have to be relevant, so you have to say it right away. And not having enough forethought to say, you know, a hey, prayers up to the family and let's hope he's okay. What on earth can the NFL do, right? <sighs> And, Dude, then, I, and then continuing it, not just I need to say everything I need to say in this one tweet and and let that go out. Right. It's it's the it's the saying it's the saying both things like and he's like, hey, the game is very important, but also the regular season outcome seems irrelevant. So which is it? And I, I like I, I, I responded on um, in my story to to, to people because they were bringing this up they're like can't you read he says seems irrelevant i'm like first the word seems is a fucking softener for 
yeah, this might be how I feel, but also it could not be how I feel. Or this thing might, it seems like it could be this, but I'm still leaving open the possibility that it could be this other thing versus just being fucking this, this, the regular season outcome is irrelevant. That's, that is the fucking thing even, that you say right there. Even feels, even feels irrelevant. Right. Because that's emotional time. And they is, this is fucking nuts. You know, first and foremost, let's, let's think about the player and his family. And then second, what do we do with this? Because this has never happened before. Right. And there's the, and then there's the order of how you say things. Cause the order of how you say things also matters. If he'd started with the ending of the season is irrelevant. Like the outcome of the season is irrelevant, but I'm curious how the NFL is going to handle this. Those are, that would have been fine. Right. Yeah. But like to play up the magnitude of the game, to play up how important the fucking game is and to play up like the logistical, like, well, how are they going to solve this? Because this is so important, but also kind of seems irrelevant. Like, which is it? You fucking old fucking ball bag. Dude, like, Shannon, uh, Shannon <laughs> starting to not show up for work today with, uh, with skip he has the show with skip bayless he did not show up today i just read i just found, saw on twitter good for fucking oh. shannon shannon sharp did not show up to oh. do the show with skip oh, bayless yeah. i mean that's how twitter's painting it right now i'm um, good with that i'm good with fucking painting it like that right now <sighs> Fuck. again for good old skip there he's awful oh. I mean that's that's the way the world is now. Like that's that is that is what it is for him. And and that was and like that was the point of my fucking thing was like you have the money that you can be you're allowed to fucking be human. Like you've it's fine, you've succeeded, you're the world's biggest troll, and everything fucking you know gets pu- pulled back to how does this affect LeBron and and everything else? Like great, but like you watched a like you watched a guy die. And 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 I keep saying it like that because I don't hear enough people saying Demar Hamlin died on the field and he was resuscitated, like that. They are softening what happened on that field last night by being like he collapsed and they had to use the right. ADs and this and that. It's like no, you only use those things when somebody's dead. Like you don't shock of yeah. a functioning heart. Um, and if his heart's not functioning, he's just call it what it is. He was dead on the field last night. We watched a guy die and uh, they were miracle workers in fucking bringing him back. Thank God. Um, yeah. But like you didn't, you know, again with, with skip, you've got the money, dude. Just, just, you just put the fucking facade aside for two seconds. We will forget you were a good person for a minute. I promise. And on, and honestly, who's going to Skip Bayless for anything? It wasn't you know it wasn't that important that we know what Skip wants. That Skip thinks, right? I get it. I get that's what Twitter does, and that's what his personality is, and and he has to think that way, and ESPN has to treat him that way, and and so on and so forth. But again, I mean, this is just this is is too quick of fingers, Skip. And then obviously when you've got that platform that he has, you're responsible for because there are there are he's got people that believe that everything he says is correct. And when you push out your bullshit 
and you and and you know it's fucking inhuman or or it's bullshit when you push it out there now you are responsible for all the things that those people say because they're just fucking repeating you um and 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 skip thinks that the people skip thinks we're stupid is the is the functioning argument that is the functional argument there is that he thinks we're too stupid to look at that what that tweet says and be like what are you trying to say here are you saying the last thing or are you saying the first thing because if you're saying the last thing then you shouldn't have said the first thing and if you're saying the last thing then you're just being a chicken shit and trying to cover it up with the last thing so anyways um we got a couple minutes left any final? I mean, other than just fucking God, I hope you just please be okay. I will say it's maybe not uh, most of the people, listeners, watchers to this, but as this is happening on the field, they put out the official word that Ken Block passed away last night as well, or yesterday as well. Um, and and it, it was, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big car enthusiast. I've been into cars my entire life. Uh, I don't know if you know who Ken Block is, but he he did the Jim Connor videos. Uh, which became this huge hit. He he was one of the founders of Hoonigan, uh, which is a, a racing brand and and this a, a major worldwide brand now. Um, I didn't and- realize he was the. I, I'd I'd never heard of him. One um, and two didn't even even though he was the co-founder of DC Shoes, didn't know that either. Right. Yeah. DC Shoes. Um, he's you know one of the world's best rally drivers, um, but really kind of brought all of that into the spotlight. Um, and he's got a family. He's got a daughter, uh, Leah, who's 15, 16 years old. Um, she, they put her in these cars and and race professionals, and she fucking smokes them. Um, she doesn't have her driver's license, but she can drive professionally. Um, and I'm I follow her on Instagram, I on YouTube, and I watch them. And and you know, it's just absolutely fucking heartbreaking. It's the same. A, I wouldn't say it's the same similar scenario. This guy is. He was uh, shooting footage, doing snowmobile stuff, um, and we don't know the details yet, but died uh, uh, doing snowmobile stuff. And this is a guy who hung a car off of Pike's Peak uh, for a Gymkhana video, like 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 dragged the rear wheels on the edge of a mountain, right? Like a, a guy that just was seemingly fucking invincible and then dies in a freak fucking accident. Yeah. Snowmobile accident, 55 years old. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, pr- producer Tom... Uh brought up something that we we didn't we missed that can only imagine what t higgins is going through and you know we we talked about how it was just a normal play but you know t higgins is gonna uh he's gonna carry this one for a while so i I hope he doesn't you know obviously he didn't do anything wrong but it does when shit like that happens and you're there and you're part of it it does fucking stick with you so i hope i hope he can realize a play where it was like him, right? What, what, what yeah. if it was put on someone or a block, or it yep. wasn't? That yeah, it wasn't a cheap shot or something. So yeah, it was, no, it's it's um it's uh anyways, it's uh just please be okay. Yeah. yeah. So. And so, anyway, to wrap up the 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 Ken Block stuff, just an absolute legend, and uh, you know, this is all coming in a couple minutes last night, and I was sitting on the couch like, what the fuck, like, yeah. 20- Maybe already starting off, but uh, anyway, rest in peace, Ken Block. And uh, I mean, this this was an innovator and an absolute legend in the motorsport world. Yeah, yeah it's fucking Are sad. We, 
without him. Sad Dude, we sad almost sad. lost uh, Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, to a, like a snow accident yesterday, too. He, he got like ran over by a snowplow and was like gushing blood. Like his neighbor was a doctor and made a tourniquet and saved his life from what I've read. Like Jesus. Like he like, yeah, snow plowed over his own leg and his leg was, I don't know if he cut an artery or what, but that's kind of cr- like crazy. Fuck, man. And uh, at least, yeah, at least he's, someone was there. Thank God. So. With the Pope or an ex-Pope died? Yeah, Pope Benedict. Yep. Not so, not so upset about that one. He's 95. He was, uh, if I'm not Might have moved some pedophiles around. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he was he was quite uh, the uh, revolutionary in that in that uh, position. Well, he quit. He or yeah, he, he he, he kind of quit in a, in a, um, a little bit of like well, maybe I don't need to be out in front of this thing anymore. Yeah, um, I know he was an advocate in one way or another for uh, equal rights and gay marriage and things like that. I think that's the that's this guy. That's the guy that's out there now. Oh, okay. I'm yeah the prior guy. Not that guy. I'm not up on my popes, but you're one pope behind, bud. I should do my pope, uh, my pope research. You're one pope <laughs> behind. All right, boys. Um, we'll uh, we'll do pump all the football bullshit. Another time. Yeah, we'll pump all the or punt all the football bullshit. But um, I'm glad that we were able to to go on and talk about this because it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Appreciate you. All right, all right. See you guys. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.